Chapter 10 We couldn't go to the Chapmans the next night, because Marco and I both had papers we had to write, and the night after that was Cassie's dad's birthday. But finally, there we were again, on the street outside the Chapman's house. It was a little before eight. Fluffer was out of the house, smelling a fence post four blocks over, where another cat had left a scent. At least, that's what Tobias reported. Are you ready? Jake asked me. I nodded. Are you sure? Cassie asked. We can put this off if you want. We don't have to do this tonight. The sooner the better, I said. We all know something is wrong in that house. Melissa is still my friend. Maybe somehow I can help her. Your job is not to help Melissa Chapman, Marco pointed out. You're supposed to be spying on Chapman. You're supposed to be finding some way for us to get at the Yerks so that we can all turn into wild animals and get ourselves killed. I know why I'm doing this, Marco, I said. He nodded. Okay, well, take care of yourself in there. That's an assistant principal you're dealing with. He finds out you've turned into a cat and gone sneaking into his house. That'll be after-school detention for, like, a year. We all laughed, as if detention were the thing I had to fear. Marco can be obnoxious, but, on the other hand, he can make you laugh right when you really need to. I'm ready, I said. I waved my arms at the dark sky above. Tobias swooped down, opened his wings to slow his speed, and settled on the fence beside us. How does it look up there, Tobias? Jake asked. Looks fine. The cat is nowhere near the house. There's no one out walking around except way over on Laughlin Street. There are a couple of cars, but not coming toward you. You know, you have quite a future in burglary, Marco said to Tobias. You and I can burglarize places, and Jake can be Spider-Man and catch us. Okay, I'm ready to do this, I announced. As ready as I'm going to get, anyway. Tobias sent me a private message. Rachel, if you get into any trouble, just try and make it outside. I can lift you out of any danger. I prepared to morph. I concentrated on Fluffer. It was easy to do. I had a very clear mental image of Fluffer dropping down out of that tree, ready to kill me when I was a shrew. Inside my own body, Fluffer's DNA was stored, ready to be used. All I had to do was concentrate concentrate. Each morphing is different, especially the first time when you can't even think about controlling how it happens. Even Cassie can't control the first morph. In the case of Fluffer, it started with fur. Black fur came first, and then the white fur began to grow. The fur had almost completely grown in while I was still mostly human. I had luxurious fur on my arms, on my legs, on my face. Fur and whiskers, with everything else pretty much the same. Oh, that is cool, Cassie said. She was staring at me and grinning this huge grin. That is way cool. You look great. Marco and Jake nodded agreement. It's kind of weird, but also kind of pretty, Marco said. I'm thinking you could do commercials for cat food. You sing a little, maybe dance a little. Forget Morris the cat. You would rule. I began to shrink. But it was strange, because as I shrank and my outer clothing slithered off me, I didn't feel like I was getting smaller. I felt more like I was getting stronger. It was like I was shedding all this unnecessary stuff. These clumsy long legs, these ridiculous weak arms. I felt like I'd been boiled down to my absolute essentials. Like I wasn't even made out of plain old flesh and bones anymore. I felt like liquid steel. I didn't feel the fear of the shrew. I didn't feel the total confidence of the elephant either, or of the eagle. This was different. There was fear, sure, but underneath the fear 
was confidence. Takat knew there were enemies out there, but he also knew he could handle it. I felt... tough. That was it. Tough. Then the cat's senses started sending messages to my brain. Whoa! I yelled in surprise. Suddenly it is nighttime anymore. I mean, wow! Talk about night vision! A cat's vision at night is about eight times stronger than a human's, Cassie said helpfully. I looked it up. Eight times? Marco repeated. Not seven or nine? How do they measure that? But it wasn't just how well I saw that was strange. It was what I noticed. A human being will notice colors, for example. Now, a cat can see colors, more or less. He just isn't interested in colors. It's like, okay, that thing is red. Who cares? What cats really notice is movement. If anything moves, even the tiniest bit, the cat sees it. I was standing there on the grass, looking around with my big cat eyes, and I saw nothing but movement. I saw every blade of grass that moved in the breeze. I saw every bug that crawled across those blades of grass. I saw every bird in every tree as it fluffed its wings. And boy, did I see the mice and the squirrels and the rats. There was a mouse no more than twenty feet away. I could see the individual whiskers on his little snout when they twitched. Things that were not moving were boring to me. If the mouse just stayed completely still, I would forget he was even there. How are you doing? Jake asked me. I had no trouble at all hearing his voice, but it was irrelevant. It had no meaning. The mouse was making a tiny little scritching sound as it worked its little teeth around a nut, trying to chew it open. I cared about that sound. I cared about that sound a lot. Rachel, can you hear us? It's me, Cassie. Yes, I can hear you. I just can't seem to concentrate very well on you. There are so many other things to hear and see and smell. Well, at least she's not running around out of control, Marco said. Suddenly, I sensed something over my head. A shape, a shadow, a figure. Lightning quick, I turned my head. My ears flattened back against my skull. The hair on my back stood up, and my tail puffed out to three times its normal size. My claws extended. I drew back my mouth and showed my teeth. It all happened in a split second. I was ready for battle. And whatever this was attacking me, I wanted it to know it would be sorry it messed with Fluffer McKitty.